Welcome to The Rentals, The Bottom Line, a podcast featuring conversations and interviews with people from around the rental industry, with a look at the challenges, questions, goals, and tips that business owners want to know about and have answered. Welcome to this episode of Rentals, The Bottom Line. I'm Alexis Brum, editor of Rental. Today's episode features a conversation between Chris Myers, product manager at Briggs & Stratton, and David Frank, Global Vice President of Commercial Sales, about what total cost of ownership, or commonly known as TCO, means to rental business owners and their customers. Let's get to the bottom of that now. Hey everyone, I'm Chris Myers, and I'm a product manager at Briggs & Stratton for our line of utility engines, ranging from three and a half horsepower all the way to 40 horsepower. And I'm here with my colleague, David Frank. Hey Chris, uh, David Frank, Global Vice President of Commercial Sales. Excited to be here. Good to see you again. Today we want to talk about what total cost of ownership, or TCO in short, really means to the rental industry. I think, Chris, in order for us to do that, we we really need to break it down into the three different parties, right? We have the the owner, uh, we have the profit center, the rental yard itself, and uh, of course we have the renter. And that TCO story means something different to each one of them. Absolutely. Right. To your point, they each have their own needs, and we can define that probably by reliability, productivity, and durability. So that's that one we dive in and consider what these look like for each category and start with reliability from the owner's perspective. Yeah, so I think from the owner's perspective, it's, it's really that acquisition cost, right? What, is that, what does that upfront purchase cost look like? And it's also the residual value. So when we talk about residual value, uh, what we're really talking about is when they're done using that piece of equipment and they they go to sell that piece of equipment, it has that second life. And it's it's how much value does that piece of equipment retain over the three to four years that they may use it. And then, of course, we have that maintenance cost. Uh, What does it cost to maintain that piece of equipment or to operate that piece of equipment on a daily basis? Absolutely. When you look at maintenance specifically, you know, for our new line of single-cylinder Vanguard engines, we've got longer oil change intervals, we've got longer air, air cleaner intervals versus our competition, and, you know, that alone leads to less, less downtime and less uh, part costs for that owner. All right, let's talk about compliance. We've got a 50-state engine, which our competitors, some of them can't say the same, which means We've got one specification, so that eliminates the challenges of trying to transfer assets from one region to the other. Um, you know, California specifically has its own requirements, so our competitors might need two specifications, you know, in order to meet those needs. So um, I think that's a, that's a real win for the equipment owner. Let's touch on productivity next. Yeah, I think productivity, you know, Briggs & Stratton, we really can pride ourselves on our ability to get parts from A to B hands down, uh, best distribution in North America. I, uh, I would also argue maybe best distribution in the world. Uh, but our, our ability to get parts from A to B, we can, we can get pretty much any part in the continental United States to one part to the other within 24 hours. That's a pretty strong statement. You can get, 20, you can get a part anywhere in the country in 24 hours. Yeah. That's pretty good. And then let's touch on durability. So. All of our Vanguard engines offer that standard three-year warranty because we stand behind our product and we design it so that it's going to meet the everyday needs and durability that the industry expects. 
Um, but on the new, the new line of single-cylinder Vanguard engines, we offer that extra one year of warranty when that equipment is registered. So four-year warranty, you know, look at my car, got a three-year warranty, so better than that, right? Now let's pivot to the rental store or the profit center, starting with reliability. So they're going to have some different, different priorities versus the equipment owner. Um, equipment owners typically more focused on cost, where the uh, rental store owner is going to be focused more on that day-to-day -day engine reliability, right? Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really about the maintenance part of it, right? Because they're the ones ultimately performing that maintenance. So, you know, you talked about your cyclonic air filtration. Um, the fact that our, our single-cylinder Vanguard engines have 200-hour intervals, uh, best in the industry, right? They can take that asset and they can rent that asset and it can stay rented. Uh, that's extremely important. And then you get transport guard. I love transport guard because it's, it's pretty automatic. The fuel shutoff is automatic, right? So when you start, want to start the engine, you move the one lever, fuel shutoff is open, start running the engine. When you're done with it, turn off the engine and the fuel shutoff automatically closes. So you never have to worry about putting a piece of equipment onto a trailer, moving it around, and then you have the potential issue of um, fuel diluting into the oil, which is uh, very bad for your engine uh, in durability specifically. Chris, I think that one too is something I don't think rental yards really um, can say that they haven't experienced. I, I, can, I can tell you hands down every rental yard has run into this problem where they've rented a piece of equipment and the, the renter took that piece of equipment home and they went to go pull that recoil and it was locked up, right? Or they received that piece of equipment back on a log split or something bouncing down the road. If you don't shut that fuel off, it, it, creates, an, it creates more maintenance costs uh, that no one wants to have. Absolutely. And then you got startability. We know cold weather. We live in Wisconsin and we can say that our engines start well down to minus 20F. I don't think our competitors can say the same. So it's that type of confidence in the equipment that we want to instill um, with the end users and the whole rental industry to know that when it's cold out, who knows when it will be, um, they can easily start the equipment up no matter what. I think about, and then we, we can kind of pivot now over to that productivity, right? That productivity part of it, the maintenance intervals. Right. We, we, we touched on it up above when we talked about the cyclonic air cleaner, we talked about the transport guard, but really those maintenance intervals, that, that means real money uh, in the pocket of the corporate owner as well as uh, when you're looking at the skills gap challenges uh, that our, our customers are dealing with, it really means that they aren't taking their technicians to go and work on a piece of equipment when it doesn't need to be worked on. Um, and if you just think about it, I mean, what you guys really did is you guys focused on those longer maintenance intervals. And I think sharing that with the team, because that's a, that's a really important part of that whole TCO story. Absolutely. And so those longer intervals, not only does it mean less time that you're having to change the oil, maintain the equipment, it's also less waste, right? I don't know if you've changed your oil before, but it's, uh, it's kind of a pain and um, you have to you get this used engine oil that you have to do something with, right? You don't want to throw it away in the traditional means, so you have to take it somewhere to get recycled. That's just a pain. So by, in, by increasing our oil change intervals, you just have less oil that you need to throw away periodically. Well, and I think, too, we have 200-hour oil change intervals. Uh, our air cleaner is 200 hours. 
So you, you start to add all those things up, and that just means, you know, comparing that to the competition, it's 100 hours, right? Obviously twice as long. Um, so you have the green initiative. But I, I touched on the skills gap, and I think that's something that we could, we could dive into a little bit. As we've, we've gone around the globe and really started asking uh, the rental companies, what do they struggle with? And it was, it was amazing to us how many people came back and said skills gap. We're talking about skills gap. We're talking about the, the talent to come in knows how to maintain these pieces of equipment. We really pride ourselves at, at Briggs that uh, we train more than all of our competitors put together uh, in the marketplace. And so uh, I think, you know, Chris, I think that's one initiative that the team's really done a great job is making sure, besides just making a better engine, but also um, making a better experience for the customer out in the field with the skills gap challenges. Absolutely. That's, that's the number one priority right there. And then let's touch on durability. So I already mentioned the three plus one warranty, but you know, we always like to push the envelope around from an engineering perspective as we're designing these engines. So what we've offered or we have available is an optional high inclination package where you can operate the engine up to a 45 degree angle. Now, I don't know if you've seen you know, how steep that angle is, David, but uh, you know, personally, I don't want to be in any equipment that's at a 45-degree <laughs> angle, but that's when you get into robotics, where some applications need that, and I'm really glad that we were able to push the envelope, make that an available feature, so that we can provide a solution to some of those markets. And then let's pivot to the last category, which is the end user and operator, and then touch on reliability. Yeah, so... What is, what is that end user looking at when they come in to rent a piece of equipment, right? They're going to look at what's, that, what's the cost to rent. So what is it going to cost me to rent this piece of equipment versus what is it going to cost me to do the job? And I think the other one is really uh, reliability. And, and that's where the, the startability of our engine comes in with the CDI ignition. Uh, when you talked about cold starting a couple moments ago, uh, that CDI ignition is, is the, one of the main reasons why we have great cold starting. And I, th I think that it's worth saying to the group that, you know, the challenge that your team was given was uh, we could have just in come out with a Me Too engine, uh, but your team was given the challenge, how do we change the experience? How do we make a better uh, mousetrap uh, than the competition has? And uh, you guys looked in and said, well, this is what's going to make it a better experience for the customer. And it was things like the CDI ignition. It was things like the transport guard. Um, so I, I, I'm really excited because I think we solved a lot of the problems for the end user that's renting it. And that's what we're after at the end of the day, is trying to make it a much better experience for that end user and really instill confidence in the end user to use our equipment. And that all goes back to startability, which you mentioned. So there's nothing more frustrating than having something that won't start when you need it to. And that's why we focus on CD ignition, pull force, the number of pulls required, and then we even have nickel-plated carburetors to try to battle against uh, the enemy of the engine, which is ethanol and uh, in gasoline. And so all those combined make a better starting experience and instill confidence in the system. Let's touch on productivity now and around vibration. Yeah, I think vibration, why is vibration important? Right? Why, why does someone care about how low we can make the vibration? And why was that so important with the initial design uh, that we've, we came up with? And it really comes down to the fatigue that the operator is going to get from that piece of equipment. It also comes down to how well that piece of equipment is going to perform. For example, a concrete saw, 
uh, if we can reduce that vibration on that concrete saw, we're actually going to make that blade itself last longer uh, because the blade's not going to be bouncing around. And as any, anybody that lays concrete or cuts concrete can tell you that if you get a lot of bouncing around with that blade, you get chipping. What it does is it pulls up the little piece of the rock. So it, it, it's not only, but it's, it's helping the renter's job actually perform better at the end of the day so they can give their end customer a better experience. Absolutely. And what about power? We never talk about power, but that's yeah. the most basic requirement of all, right? Yeah. The engine has to be able to provide enough power to get the work done needed on the piece of equipment. And so you know, we easily glaze over that because we meet it, right? We have more, uh, more usable power than some of our competitors. So can't forget to mention that because that's probably the most important piece. Yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the price to entry, right? That was that was number one on the list when we went out and asked the marketplace, "What do you expect in a single cylinder engine?" Absolutely, does it do it or not? And then you got durability. Let's talk about the touch points. So even though maintenance intervals are increased, it's still important to have easy to access touch points, oil fill, high dipstick. I don't know what what do you think on some of those? You know, you've, you've seen them in, in uh, you've seen others in the field. Try them out. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'll go back to what I said earlier. I think it was really sitting down with the engineering team and the product management team and, and saying, let's, let's create that better mousetrap. And, and you, guys, you guys really hit it on the head. You guys focus more on that better experience, right? And those touch points are part of that better experience. And uh, um, when someone rents this, this engine on a piece of equipment, they, they can't necessarily tell you everything that they liked better about that about that experience, uh, but they're going to tell you that they had a better experience. And so um, I, th I think that really the team, you know, the dipstick, uh, the valve cover fill, you can actually take a quart of oil, unlike with the competition, you can pour it right into our engine. So if you're going to have expectations that you want the uh, renter to check the oil, you better make it easy for them to do it. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of reasons for people to check out our new line of single-cylinder Vanguard engines. I don't think they will disappoint at all. Yeah, you know, the last time, Chris, that anybody has really designed an engine from the ground up, because uh, that's what this project was. This was a ground-up engine design. This was not a Me Too. Uh, this was a ground-up engine design. It was 1982. And uh, so I think, you know, when the team did this, we, we had a lot of advantages. A, lots changed over the last uh, 30 years um, and where we are today and uh, uh, where it was in the marketplace at that time. Absolutely. Well, I think this was a really great conversation on total cost of ownership with the rental industry. I know there was those key, key requirements that we focused on, reliability, durability, and productivity. And clearly, each audience has its own priorities, but I think, uh, I think our engine does a really good job at trying to meet each of those needs. So thank you for your time today. Um, for more information, visit VanguardPower.com. Your single advantage. Thanks, Chris. That is our show for you today. Thank you to both Chris and David for their conversation and insight. And make sure to tune in every other Wednesday for another episode of Rentals, the bottom line on 4constructionpros.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can stay on top of the bottom line. Thanks for listening.